Hello, people. Welcome back to the Wednesday Show. So, this is episode one of season two. I can't believe I'm still here. Wow. Last episode didn't get that many views, but, I mean, not a lot of people I know watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> but today, I'm going with a show. Also, season two is all nerdy stuff. So, today's episode is a show that I think everyone knows. And if you don't like, you've at least seen a few episodes. Today's episode is on The Office. That's right. We're back in Scranton, Pennsylvania for another episode. <laughs> Sorry. And I've got the top five best and worst Office characters, starting with the worst from the best. If you want an opposite, that'd be weird. Um, anyway, remember, this is all my opinion, so... If you think that, I don't know, Michael is the worst, think what you want. So let's just get right into the best and the worst. I also have a clip corresponding with each person. So after I'm done talking about them, I'll play the clip. Alright. And at number one for me is Angela. Usually The Office has these fun, lighthearted characters. Well, I guess Kelly isn't really. But she's just bitter and difficult to, like watching a scene. Anytime she'd come on, I'd just be like, ugh. This episode's gonna be useless. And then they'd go to someone else, and I'd be like, yeah, this episode's back to being fun. And also, she cheated on Andy, and felt like no remorse. She let him go on his honeymoon, and she was like, dip dip I got Dwight now. <laughs> and the clip is about Angela's cats. Oh. Alright, that was pretty funny, I'm not going to lie. Um, don't play, don't play, don't play! Ah, no! Um, alright, and at number nine, Andy. I just, I, I, I hate him. And I don't have a good reason, and I don't actually know why I hate him. But anytime he comes on, he just, he's, my blood boils. I'm like, just shut up! <laughs> um, I never liked, I never liked him for who he was. I don't know why, he just always seemed annoying. But here's the clip I have. If you couldn't figure out from all the uh, the moans, that's when they hid his phone in the roof, and then they kept call and then Jim kept calling it, and then Andy lost his mind and punched the wall. I just never liked him. And at number eight, Nellie. I don't know why, and I don't like how she's always on such a high horse. She has no reason to be as cocky as she is, and like she's not even a Dunder Mifflin original. She just comes in, she's like, doo doo doo, I'm running the show now. Like, shh, just keep quiet, zip it, and keep it that way. <laughs> but I mean, I guess she gives some good advice. Concern. All right. 
So, coming in at seven, Oscar. He's the office know-it-all, and I hate him. He's just so mouthy all the time, and it gets super annoying by season five. He's just very, um, like, yeah, I know what I'm doing, I know everything about you. Like, Oscar seems like the type of person where you could literally know everything about a topic, and he'd tell you you know nothing. Um, but hey, I do like the, uh, the ad things he bought. I watch way too many ads online, and I don't do enough sit-ups. So I bought these. Now, every time an ad pops up online, I get 30 seconds of ab blasting. I call it ads for abs. Ironically, I learned about the boots from an ad online. <laughs> Why can't you just do regular sit-up? Now, number six, Kelly. She's such a drama queen, and it just sucks for the writers to write her character. Maybe not, maybe they liked it, I don't know. But she goes from happy to sad to angry to teary, and I just can't stand it. Like, she's always looking for attention, and her New Year's resolution in the show was quite literally find ways to get more attention. I so badly wish I was joking. Um, and she has a lot of questions. Finding a better way to write these in. Alright, now for the five good characters that I think. Number five, Ryan. He does get a little pretentious after he becomes a corporate suit and then fired for fraud. But once he comes back, he just tries to get Woof up and running. An everyday normal person? Normal in quotes? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out more ways to describe him than what I wrote down here. I know we left the other day on a note of uncertainty, but after some more thought, I'm very pleased to be able to offer you this job. <laughs> Great. I'm so glad. We're all very excited you're going to be joining us. It'll be nice to have another MBA around here. I'm excited, too. Okay. Bye. Who's that? Nobody. You and I are done. What? <laughs> Alright, <clears throat> number four, Stanley. He's just trying to get his job done, and he's always trying to be unseen. You best, okay, you best believe he's loving this pretzel day. Pretzel day, greatest time of all days. <laughs> but, you know, he does cheat on his wife, so there's a few scandals mixed in. <clears throat> and the memes we get from Stanley, mwah, they're amazing. <laughs> and he does care about his daughters. This was a great show. Number three, Michael, the boss at Dunder Mifflin. The man's just looking for laughs and attention. He was always there to cut tension and make sure people felt loved with the Dundee. With the Dundees. Make sure people felt loved with the Dundees. I messed that up. Um, but, you know, he's just, a, he's there f up until season six. Um, but he's just nice, loving, gets it across kind of weird, but... Then he sees Holly, and 
Holly's what? Sorry, I'm just looking at one of the characters. I realize I wrote the wrong reason why I don't where why I like them. <laughs> Whoops. When he meets Holly, he falls in love and he starts to become better and then they break up and then they get together again. What this he's a very complicated love life. Um and he's also really good at falling asleep at his desk. He's good at joining in a joke, is what I should have said. Oh, oh so funny! <laughs> Glad to be there! Oh, yay, geography joke! <laughs> oh, my, oh, wow, okay. All right, let's all go home. Come on. See you all tomorrow. Yeah. See you later, Michael. Now at number two, we're almost at we're ha we're we're more than halfway there. Dwight, he's a simple farmer boy who doesn't understand big city life. He runs fruit farms with his cousin Mose, which I gotta say, Mose, perfect character. I would have put him at number one, but I didn't. I should have included him in this list. Oh well, too late to go back now. He's a good person deep down, but just has a weird time saying it, and I don't blame him. <laughs> So, you know, he has a lot in his mind, but he's also really good at committing the perfect crime. What is my perfect crime? I break into Tiffany's in midnight. Do I go for the vault? No, I go for the chandelier. It's priceless. As I'm taking it down, a woman catches me. She tells me to stop. It's her father's business. She's Tiffany. I say no. We make love all night. In the morning, the cops come and I escape in one of their uniforms. I tell her to meet me in Mexico, but I go to Canada. I don't trust her. Besides, I like the cold. Thirty years later, I get a postcard. I have a son, and he's the chief of police. This is where the story gets interesting. I tell Tiffany to meet me in Paris by the Trocadero. She's been waiting for me all these years. She's never taken another lover. I don't care. I don't show up. I go to Berlin. That's where I stash the chandelier. <laughs> I love that scene. <clears throat> but before we go to number one, we got three character characters characters that I didn't hate but also didn't love. So honorable mentions? Creed. Who doesn't love Creed? That's really all I have to say. Toby. Deep down he's just or not deep down. He's just a good person overall. He cares. He's there. You got a problem? Go to Toby. Head of human resources. Michael's always mean to him, which I never understood, but whatever. Oh, they should, they should make a prequel that shows, like, Michael when he started working at Dunder Mifflin and kind of explains why he hates Toby so much. Like, Breaking, or, um, The Office could be, like, Breaking Bad, and then it could be, like, uh, could be whatever about, like, Michael Michael's career, and that could be, like, the Better Call Saul. It could, that could be the Better Call Saul of The Office. And then we get a movie. Yay! <laughs> But he's really nice. I just don't get why Michael doesn't like him, but whatever. Alright, Pam. Pam, Pam! Sorry, I had to. The receptionist at Dunder Mifflin, but she went through a few boyfriends before finding the one true love, and I gotta say, their relationship is the cutest. They were the greatest couple of all time. Greatest TV couple of all time. No, Ted and Tracy. Ooh, 
That'd be a good episode three. I already have episode two planned out. All right. Now at number one. Jim. Because who doesn't love Jim? He's an everyday working man, just wanting to pull pranks on Dwight and flirt with Pam. He's trusting and believing in whatever you might think. Well, maybe not that believe, maybe not that believing, but he'll trust what you think, and he'll give his opinion on it. He'd be a great person to confine in if you've got a problem. And he'd seem like he's a very good friend to everyone. I don't think I can name a single person he doesn't like. That I know of. It's been a while since I've watched the show. Um, he dated Karen for a bit. I didn't like Karen that much. Um, she was always wanting to talk to the store manager. <laughs> but I'm glad that he finally decided to date Pam because let's be real here. I think that's all what we were. I think that's what we've all been waiting for. And they really made it work. Whatever tough problems they had in with Philly and everything else, they worked through it. Also, it's hilarious because Pam goes on different, like, she goes on her own stuff and um, Jim supports her no matter what. And then when Jim moves to Philadelphia, she's always like, <laughs> she quits the job to go to Dunner Mifflin. And he's just like, oh, okay, I'll see you at home. And then he goes to Philly and she's like, <laughs> why? Um, but yes, the I gotta say, this was best prank ever. You ready? <laughs> you kidding? I was born ready. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I don't know how to tell you this, but we have a little bit of a problem. No, what? The minister just told me that it's tradition for the bestish mensch to be older than the groom. Oh, come on. I've never heard of such a thing. I haven't heard of it, obviously. But I'm out because I'm significantly younger than you. Not significant as a big well, word. I think, I think you're. Well, okay. Either way. Either way. Dwight. I can't be there for you. I'm sorry. Jim. I just really wish there was something I could do. <laughs> Best prank ever. All right. Thus ends the first episode of season two. Wow. Every episode is going to be something nerdy. I'll be skipping next episode, so next Wednesday, because it's going to be my birthday. But until then, find humor in life. Peace out.